Welcome back to the Health Triad Method podcast. And in today's episode, it is a special one. We're going to listen to Manisha, who was halfway through her six month journey with us as she dropped 40 pounds during lockdown and inspired her young family to better health. This is a must listen if you're looking to transform your health right now. So we're joined today by Manisha. Manisha's just come through our foundations phase, phase one with us. So we're really, really grateful that you're here to talk to us about what you've experienced. And we're joined by Manisha's coach, Stacey. Stacey's our head coach within the coaching team. And Stacey works directly with Manisha through this journey. So welcome to both of you. And thank you so much to both of you for taking the time out today to talk about this. But Manisha, could you please give us a bit of a, an insight and introduction into who you are and you know why we're talking today? Hi, um, my name is Manisha. I'm a marketing manager. I'm nearly 40. I'm a mother of one and a wife. And uh, I live in London. I think that's a really succinct and, and perfect introduction there. <laughs> Stacey, in fact, could you come in here and just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your role within the coaching team? Sure. Hey, I'm Stacey. Um, I'm the head coach with Juggies team. So um, I work with a range of clients. I've been working with Manisha for about 13 weeks now. So we've just finished her phase one and we're moving into phase two. Um, so yeah, she's done some amazing things so far. So I'm keen to let her share that. Amazing. And I think a lot of people will be here in foundation phase, phase one, phase two, and wanting to know a little bit more about that. And we'll cover that on today's call. In fact, Manisha, I think it'd be really good to go into what was what was life like for you? What were you experiencing? What were you thinking? What were you feeling each day before you reached out to us? So it's been a long-term process for me. So I'm somebody who's been overweight for most of their adult life. Um, and, you know, a few years ago, I um, had uh, a daughter, so uh, she's nearly two. And I was somebody who never really took care of themselves, you know, but when I did get pregnant, I took very you know, very good care of myself because I was taking care of somebody smaller than me. And, you know, and obviously becoming a parent, um, you end up sort of sleeping less, you end up sort of prioritizing other things and some, especially one that works, um, life, you find that you end up having less time for yourself um, to sort of focus on the things that you'd like to. Um, and certainly with lockdown happened, um, I, you know, much like everybody else, you know, work changed and um, the level, the amount of work that I was, that I had, my uh, the, my workload increased incredibly. Um, I my husband was working throughout lockdown as well, which meant that I was sort of taking care of childcare by myself uh, for most of the day. Um, so that was incredibly difficult as well because I was being asked to sort of balance these two elements of my life, um, and I was sort of measuring it by the standard that I would have done had all of my support networks been in place, you know, and they weren't. So I was doing more, most of this by myself. And I found that incredibly pressured, you know, and it was almost like a pressure cooker thing where you felt like, you know, I wasn't um, taking care of myself. I wasn't doing the things that I was, that I knew I should be doing, you know, for example, drinking water, um, eating well, taking exercise. But instead I was, you know, probably my day would start at five o'clock and end at 11 or 12 o'clock at night, you know? So I was somebody that was quite, exhausted, um, almost felt burnt out. And I think a lot of people probably felt like that, you know, towards lockdown as well. Um, and when I, um, you know, I was just somebody that was very stressed and then I just hadn't really thought about myself, you know, and what I wanted to do. Yeah, what sort of things did that kind of lead towards? So when you were feeling stressed, what were your coping strategies? What were you doing to manage that stress? 
but I was eating. Um, so, you know, again, so not taking, so my job is quite sedentary. Um, so I was sitting down a lot, um, not going out for a walk. Um, and also I used sort of food as a coping mechanism, um, which I have done for a long time as well. So, you know, every night when I did get like a little bit of time for myself, I was sitting there on the sofa and eating, you know, and it sounds like something that, you know, it was the first time in years that I was able to do that. But I thought instead of, you know, taking a moment to maybe take a breather or go out for a walk, I sat on the sofa and ate and, you know, put on a lot of weight as well, um, sort of more than I wanted to and didn't realise how much I had put on weight um, until I actually sort of weighed my or bought a set of scales and weighed myself and I was at, you know, I was shocked, you know, that I'd sort of let myself get into that situation. So, you know, and then you sort of beat yourself up about it as well, don't you? So you think, um, you don't, you know, you feel like you're trying to manage these parts of your life well, you know, and you're sort of measuring yourself by a standard where, you know, you have support networks in place, but then you beat yourself up by sort of eating poorly and not making good choices for yourself. And Stacey, I'm just wondering from your perspective, when you had your original kind of health consultation with Nisha, are these the kinds of things that you picked up on in that call as well? Yeah, definitely. I think a couple of the main things I picked up on were just like, you seemed really frazzled, you know, like you felt, it felt like you were at the end of your tether, <laughs> you know, it really did. And I think there was a lot of um, lack of confidence in yourself and that led to then not treating yourself well and also not holding up boundaries with family members and not holding up boundaries with yourself as well. So there was, I think there was a lot of work to be done from like a, a mindset and a confidence perspective as well as just the physical stuff. Manisha, I mean, I think it'd be interesting for people to hear, like how did you even come into contact with me? How did we start this journey and how do we begin the communication here? So I actually think came across your profile because I listened to the BBC Asian Network and I think that's how I started uh, following you. And then what intrigued me was the fact that you were somebody that was a coach, but also had that sort of knowledge of what it means to be, um, sort of to come from a South Asian perspective. Um, so obviously, you know, coming from this background where food is so, um, Mon like it's such a significant part of our our life you grow up with it and it's a culture that doesn't say i love you or um but it says instead you know eat all this food you know so that's um something that is you know i think that's you know so that was something that in initially thought oh this guy gets it you know um so that was interesting that so i had followed your profile for a really long time so it'd been about i think almost a year or even something like nine months but i'd sort of you know see your instagram posts and i think oh it's great you know i remember seeing um workouts with you and your wife at the start of the lockdown and i thought oh that's really sweet they're exercising as a family it's you know it's amazing you know and i never thought i'd get to that stage that i am now but um but anyway so it was really nice i followed it and i kept wanting to get in touch and you have this really interesting video on your profile which says you know only get in touch if you feel ready to get in touch and i watched that video probably i think three or four times before i finally got in touch so it was something that i had thought about um and didn't feel ready to to, to sort of do until I think I got to September where I did you know September October time where I felt like I had a bit of breathing space and I thought okay I'm ready to do something I have to do it it's now or never um, and then I got in touch and then and it was the best thing I ever did but I'll, I'll sort of get back to that a bit later. <laughs> I think that'd be really really helpful and yeah. I think coming into this this kind of process and this journey and you know going through that initial health consult what were the types of things that we did? I mean, Stacey, you could come in here. Just give us a bit of an insight in terms of what we do to really get to know our clients before 
we even begin this journey? Yeah, so it's a pretty intensive um, onboarding process with clients. Like it usually takes a couple of weeks and we have like quite extensive phone interviews and we give clients like Manisha, I know I gave you a lot of information that I wanted you to feed back to me, you know, both physical information, but also like we have a psychology team and things that might be in touch with you and go through things like that. So it can be a bit of an overwhelming process at first because there, there are a lot of steps we go through to try and get as clear a view of the client situation as possible. Um, but yeah, Manisha, what was your sort of um, perspective, I suppose, on that? Do you know, I think the thing, you know, sort of going back to what appealed to me as well was the fact that you could see a psychologist as well. And that was part of the training. So one of the things that I absolutely loved from the beginning was the fact that, you know, there was a fact finding phase. So that goes on for about two weeks, I think, where you're just collecting information. So it wasn't um, like, oh, you know, eat this and, you know, and do these workouts. And then, but it was trying to sort of get to the core of the person that you are. Um, and that's what really appealed to me. I didn't actually start doing my workouts until after the fact-finding mission. So the first two weeks, I started making very slow changes, like going out for a walk every day. And that was a very sort of gradual way to sort of enter that sort of those physical workouts and making that a part of your, your sort of weekly life. I think initially I was like, am I going to do this? Is it going to be different this time as well? So I'm somebody who's, you know, I've never been on a diet. I was somebody had, you know, had periods of healthy eating um, and um, and not so, and obviously mostly not so healthy eating. But I think that first few weeks was, I think I was like, this is a really big step for me because I'm doing it and it's a big investment in myself as well. So I think initially um, I felt, you know, there's so many things going on in your mind. You're like, you know, it's not just the financial side, but also like this big step that you're taking to make your life better um and you do for a little bit of self-doubt you know and i think you will have that um but also that sort of evaporates very quickly once you start getting into the workouts and once you have those calls and once you start sort of getting sort of scratching beneath the surface about what you want to get out of the process i really like that because i think that fact finding part of this journey really allows us to understand what the low hanging fruit is. So obviously recognizing activity levels are important, just getting out and going for walks, but really understanding where this journey is gonna show up in your life outside of just the physical benefits of maybe losing a little bit of weight and fitting into old clothes again, where, who is actually gonna be impacted by the success of a journey like this? And Stacey, what sort of things did we, we implement? Because I think it's really important to understand we don't throw thousands of things in at once and hope one of them sticks. Stacey, how do we actually break that down and what were the sorts of things that we did over the, the vision boarding of, of Manisha's journey? Yeah, so like, we touched, like Manisha touched on just before, while we're doing the fact finding, often we'll give clients a couple of little things to start working on just so they feel like they're starting to build momentum. So things like starting to drink more water or starting to go for a walk or starting to keep track of your food or like maybe keep a log of some description you know being more conscious of your food choices. So like we started trying to build in some little things like that so that like the feeling I got from Anisha initially is that she didn't have a lot of confidence in herself around this journey. And so like little things like that, that are easier to tick off can be really beneficial initially to help build that, that confidence, you know, and it's the same thing. Once we actually start with the programs, it's starting at a point where, um, it's more achievable. And like now, if, if Manisha went back to the workouts she'd done in the first phase, she'd probably find them really, really easy, you know, because it's, it's building that confidence and building that capacity to then go on to bigger and better things. Manisha, I think you actually mentioned this uh, previously in one of our calls where you were talking about the different resistance bands that you bought at the start of the journey. 
sort of very distinct memories from the beginning of this journey. So I think one of the ones where was when I got my resistance bands. So obviously, you get three resistance bands, all of varying thicknesses and uh, difficulty in resistance. Um, and you know, there were I looked at the lightest one. I thought, okay, this is doable. And then I looked at the very thickest one, which is the hardest one to do. And I was I looked. I was like, I'm never going to be able to do this. You know. And I remember looked at I looked at my husband. I was like, I can't do this. You know. Like, and um, I think midway through the journey, um, so I think um, I think in my second month, I um, started doing an exercise, and I said to Stacey, oh, I said, oh, my heart rate's not going up. You know, like it should do. And she said, Why don't you try going up a resistance band? And I like it, it never occurred to me that I should do that. And I couldn't believe, like, you know, that I. Sort of pushing myself a little bit more to say okay you've got this new exercise try it with this band you know and i'll always start off with the easiest one first and then after you know when i do the second set i think nope you can go into the other one and i think um one of the things i you know said to stacy in out of this whole process i said if it was somebody that turned this sort of question mark into a full stop for me i you know if it wasn't you know it was it turned in it turned from can I do this? I'm not sure if I can do this to, you're going to do it, but it was never in, you know, it was having somebody who isn't involved in your sort of circle, but somebody who has confidence in you and your ability, which you might not necessarily have in yourself, but they help you find it, which has been nice as well. So now I can, you know, now that I'm in sort of entering, you know, my second phase, I can sort of get these exercises and say, okay, I'm going to start off with the, the slightly thicker resistance band because I know I can do it. I think that's really important. So, and it wasn't that Stacey was there like a like an army commander just shouting at you and screaming at you. Um, <laughs> no, of course. She was very gentle. So she, like, I think that was the one of the things that is really sort of key about this as well. I think the approach is really takes into mind the person that you are, your character, and what you respond to best. So, you know, um, Stacey gives very gentle encouragement but in a very assured way for me as well. So, you know, it, as I said, like it was some somebody that says, you can do this, you've got this, it's fine, you know, and you're going to do it. And I do do it, you know, and then even though I initially feel like, oh, I can, I, I can do it, but um, that's what the key thing is as well. And I think there's not, it's not a one size fits all approach, which you might find elsewhere, um, but certainly not here. What challenges did you face in a journey like this? Because we know we know it's never easy going from A to B. There's always lots of ups and downs in the journey. Two that sort of stick out for me. I think initially, um, one of the reasons that I'd never sort of factored exercise into my my daily life was just because you know I felt like I didn't have enough time. I was working, um, then I was you know sort of buying a house. There was always something you know to say that I don't have time. You know, and then later on I had you know I had my daughter, and then I was like, okay, I'm too busy doing all of this and that means I can't make any time for myself but then one of the nice things was that Stacey said okay let's try and figure out you know where you can see if, if you can find little pockets of time you know in your week where you can do it and we did identify them and that was a nice thing so initially like, so I used that time that I probably would have been sitting on the sofa eating or just scrolling through the phone um, and I used that time in a better way by exercising and that was much better or going out for a walk you know um and that was really nice for me and i think so being able to sort of find those pockets because you feel like you don't have time even what i would say to somebody who does have a lot of challenges you know is working many hours has childcare or any other caring commitments you know 
you will find those small time sort of pockets of time in your week to do it even if it's just 15 minutes it really made a difference and I think probably the second one I think it's of the physical side of it as well you know I remember doing a plank the first time and I couldn't hold it for like even sort of I think 20 seconds without sort of wobbling and for me I was somebody who had gone to Pilates before and was able to hold it for a lot longer and I remember saying to my husband I was like I can't believe I have like this little core strength here and I didn't realize that it was this bad and you know you do have that moment where you feel like you need that moment of realization and then when I was sort of in my third phase so like my third month of being in the program I and Stacey reintroduced the plank and then I held it for almost a minute and it was the best feeling in the world just because for me I didn't really realize that I had built up that strength and I, like, I was nearly like you know sort of in tears of happiness obviously but I was like it's me I'm doing it you know and it was really it was like one of the best feelings I've had so far. It wasn't just the, the physical progression of say weight loss but it was the performance and the capability coming back into your life. When you came into the journey ministry, it felt to me like there was a lot of guilt, you know, like there was guilt about taking time for yourself to exercise because you felt like it made you a bad mother to be away from your daughter, you know, or like there was guilt when your family brought food around, you felt like you had to eat it because that was your relationship with them, you know, and you felt like it was undermining your relationship if you didn't do that and little things like that. And watching you grow over the course of the journey to be able to be like, actually, it's okay for me to take that time to go for a walk, you know, and like my daughter doesn't mind in the slightest, you know, or like, I know that you do your workouts now and like you can't use one of your foam rollers because Leela's just decided that it's hers, <laughs> you know, like, so seeing that become part of the family time rather than being detracting from that, I think it's big. Like, and, and even with your parents and things, you know, like seeing you being confident in yourself now to be like, they've brought me food and that's okay. I'll have a little bit when I want it, you know, like I don't need to eat it all in one go or I don't need to to feel that that pressure around it. Definitely. I think um, one of the first things that I said, I remember saying to you, Jackie, actually was, um, you know, if it's in the house, like if I have a chocolate in the house or if I have like that food, I need to eat it because I felt obliged to eat it or and also I feel like I didn't have the control not to eat it as well. And now I feel like I am at that stage, you know, like my mum and dad have bought up this really lovely food. It's been in the house and it's been okay, you know, and I've got a lovely mother-in-law, like you sent like, chocolates over from Belgium, you know, and then um, they're all sitting in the house, they're still there, you know, and I haven't eaten the whole thing in one, one week and it's been gradually, you know, and I remember you said to me, how would you feel if that food was there and you're just okay with it being there? And and that's where I feel I'm at at the moment, so which has been really nice, you know. So yesterday I did have, you know, sort of this really lovely Bombay mix that my mum made and, and I didn't feel like guilty about it. I was like, okay, you know, I worked out, I've been for really long walks, I've done everything really well this week and this was something that I wanted to enjoy because I felt like it, you know, and it was delicious. <laughs> See, this is so powerful because removing that guilt away from things that you enjoy and also, I guess, eating food because you want to rather than feeling like you need to. Uh, I think yes. there's a big distinction there. Do you know what? I'm really surprised that both, both of you didn't mention the fact that, Manisha, just a couple of weeks into this journey, you got COVID. And for a lot of people, you were, you were going to do that. You know, getting COVID for a lot of people would be like, oh, that's the, the end of the, the line then, that's the end of the journey. I've got to quit, I've got to fall off, and I've got to go back to old ways. So I'm really interested to understand how you both work together to overcome that, because that is a big obstacle. So I um, so got COVID, I think in the middle of December. Um, so my 
the whole house got it. So my husband and my daughter and I all got it. And we just thought we were really tired because it had been like a hell of a year for everybody. Um, so we were just thought we were exhausted. And obviously then we got all the sort of the usual symptoms. So the main symptom for me was like real exhaustion and fatigue. And I was just really, really tired. And admittedly, you know, it was like in the, we were in the deepest winter. It was incredibly dark and, you know, like, and if for anybody who really does sort of have symptoms of, you know, sort of feeling a little bit sort of down during those months, you know, it was it was hard because I felt like I was two weeks into the journey. I felt really sort of excited, you know, because I was making this big change and that it was positive for me. And I felt like I couldn't physically do the workouts and that my body just wouldn't let me do it. So I got in touch with Stacey and she said, you know, why don't you try doing this, you know, do yoga instead, that was much better, and, you know, provide an alternative and could focus on what you can control. So that meant, you know, drinking lots of water, you know, continuing to drink water, making healthier food choices and getting as much sleep as I could because rest was so important. And I think um, I did want to say at this stage as well, um, one of the things whenever I've had an exercise that I couldn't do, Stacey's always found a way for me to do it. So she's always found a variation to say, you know, um, to say you don't why you can't do this one but that's okay why don't you try this one and that's always found and that's always worked which meant that I managed to get that sort of satisfaction of doing the exercise um but without feeling that I didn't achieve anything so that's been really nice so yeah and it was a long process because um, we all had long COVID as well so then we ended up getting symptoms again like two weeks later which meant that you know um I couldn't do squats properly um again Stacey found a variation for me which was really nice and which meant that I could sort of continue doing those until my knees were sort of less wobbly. I think the main thing I was going to touch on like that, that you haven't already mentioned is just that it can be really disheartening when you have made an investment in yourself and you have started making these changes and it feels like immediately you come up against a barrier and it feels like oh my god like maybe I'm just not supposed to do this sort of thing you know it's very easy to fall into that mindset and I think that one thing Manisha one thing you did really really well is like you were open about any struggles you were having and we were able to focus on things and like from the get-go you always tried to focus on the positives you know like even if you were struggling even like when you had COVID you know you were able to focus on like but I still got my water in you know I still ate good food and you know I think I think it's important to like you mentioned focus on what you can control acknowledge that like if you're not feeling 100% it's okay to not be able to give 100% it's okay to let yourself rest it's okay to modify things if you need to um, whether you're sick or not like the, the plan should always be fluid in that it needs to be modified if circumstances change or if there's something that doesn't suit you so I think the fact that you were communicative like that and we were able to go back and forth really made a, a big difference so that ability to actually communicate and share your thoughts your feelings and what's going on in your environment then allows us to to change things and modify things adapt things and make sure that we're all on the same page. So I think that was really, really powerful from you, Manisha, that you were so open and honest. I mean, we've gone through, I guess, almost a bit of a journey here of everything that you were experiencing, the types of things that I guess we did for you to get you from where you were to where you are now. And I think everybody's going to be wondering, where are you now? What what has changed and what has evolved in your journey? So I definitely feel um, like a different person, you know, and I know it sounds a bit sort of strong to say that, but I genuinely do. I feel like the person that I came sort of that you met in, in November was somebody that was exhausted, burnt out, incredibly un unhealthy as well, you know, not just on the physical side. And then again, you know, one of the things that Stacey sort of reminded me about and that I had forgotten about because I don't feel it anymore was the guilt something that felt guilty about working out because it meant that I wasn't doing you know other things and now um it's been such like it's been such a massive journey for me in the sense that 
I've realized, you know, there've been so many small sort of memories and sort of key points for me, where I feel like it was okay. Like the first time I got up, um, got off the tube, I stopped early to get my steps in, got home on time for bath time. And it was fantastic because I was like, the world didn't end, you know, it was fine, you know, or the first time, you know, that now my daughter sort of had the phone roll and she'll pretend to sort of do yoga with me. And that was a wonderful thing because I felt like it was a, I felt like I was being a good example for her. She's got a parent exercising, taking care of themselves. I remember um, sort of mentioned this a few weeks ago that it was this thing that my mother, both my mother and my mother-in-law said to me separately after the birth of my daughter. They said, you know, get up every day, look, dress up, comb your hair and, you know, do a bit of exercise and feel good about yourself, you know, so that your daughter sees it and your child sees that you're somebody that takes pride in yourself and that respects yourself. And at that time, I didn't, you know, I was obviously like too exhausted to sort of like take that on and didn't really sort of get it. But I think this process has made me see that. And it's not a bad thing to, you know, take time for yourself because in fact, for me, it meant that I am a better mother. I'm a better partner. Um, I work better, you know, I've always given 100% to my work and I feel like definitely it's made me be sort of take a more sort of realistic and pragmatic approach to life and made me a bit more organised as well. Certainly, I think initially I like I was somebody who's like, I don't have time for exercise, but I did have time for exercise. I found it and I did it. And it's made me focus, sort of made me a bit more solution focused rather than sort of, I can't do it. So instead of, um, and this is thanks to Stacey as well. So, you know, it's like trying to always find um, whether it's finding like an alternative to an exercise or like a variation which means that you can get it done it's always a lot more sort of solution focused where you feel like okay how do I, I've got this issue that's fine what are we going to do about it how are we going to get how are we going to fix this it's shouting to other areas of my life as well so I definitely feel a lot, a lot more resilient able to take things in my stride as well so these are all things you know initially um, I sort of started this journey thinking that I would you know wanted to lose weight be able to fit back into my old clothes um and i'm doing all those things now as well so you know like i, I did lose the weight you know and i obviously still have a lot more to go but you know i'm doing i'm still in this this journey so i have lost weight i am able to fit into old clothes but they what i think the thing that i value the most from this process were the things that were unexpected so these really wonderful surprises like you know being able to sort of find myself getting stronger so like holding a plank for longer being able to sort of do the stronger resistance band and you're sort of i think the thing that changed for me as well was that my focus went from sort of wanting to lose weight which is still there um but maybe trying to increase my physical strength and you find that you get really into it as well. I think it's become something that I enjoy, you know, which I never associated uh, exercise with, you know, that's been a really wonderful part. And I think now it's definitely made me a lot, a better person. I feel like it's really, really enriched my life in a way that I never expected it to. So I got a lot more than I ever expected out of this process. I think a lot of what we're hearing there is the quality of life improved significantly and we can get caught in this rat race and there's so many things that go into that rat race as well especially with covid especially with working from home being a parent being a mother particularly and having all of those inputs every single day it's like you're able to handle all of those inputs now you become more resilient i guess that showed up in your career and your your life outside of just the physical changes that you've seen and i think that's really really i think that's empowering i think other people will be listening to this and almost this will be a breath of fresh air to realize that anybody can do this. Anybody can yeah, do this yeah. with support around them. 
what sort of reservations would you have had about actually joining the process in the first place? So um, there were uh, not too many, but I think supposing the one that sort of stuck out for me was obviously the financial side because it was, you know, for me, it was a big investment, you know, in myself. And I'm somebody who will, you know, I don't buy makeup, I don't buy lots of other stuff, you know, I don't buy lots of clothes. And I, it felt like a luxury to me, you know, I was like, I had also associated personal coaching with um, with something that was something that, you know, sort of rich people do or, you know, and I think for me, I did have, I was like, am I going to do it? Because it, it's a big investment, but also is it going to work? And it has worked for me. Um, so one of the things that I would say that, you know, as I sort of touched upon before, I did go, you know, the, any reservations that I had sort of evaporated very quickly. Um, so as soon as I realised this approach was sort of, it was very rounded, you know, there was a lot more, you know, when we talked about sort of, you do the fact finding and then you have, you know, somebody who's with you all the time, you know, to say that, you know, how's, how's your week going? And you can't do this one, but you can do this. And, you know, how about you try this instead? You know, somebody who's really trying to sort of get you to do your best, you know, because they, they believe in you because you, they know that you can do it. And that's so, you know, it can be, it does make you feel valued as well. And I think that's how I felt about it. So that's why, you know, any reservations I did have, they went away very quickly. I think and you do have this moment where you think, why should it be any different this time? You know, especially if you've tried something similar in the past. Um, I would say that it's probably different from anything else that I've ever tried. For me, it was something entirely new, but certainly something that I wish I had done sooner because it's really like, enriched my life in a way that I never thought it could. It's really interesting to hear that. And I think that also ties into something that you said earlier on about this, you know, being a rounded approach. So we're not just coming in here to give you a, a nutrition plan and a training plan and telling you to get on with it. And if you haven't progressed, shouting at you and saying, what have you been doing wrong? And, you know, getting irate that we're not seeing numbers on the scales move. But I think this is really powerful to hear from you. And one of the things that we hear quite often when we talk about the psychology side of it, because you actually said earlier early on that was something that attracted you to it was a lot of people in our community, obviously, when they hear psychology, there's automatically a bit of a, a wall that goes up and a bit of fear that comes out. I'm just wondering, was, was that something that uh, you realised was part of this journey when you joined us? Or was that an added bonus that you weren't expecting? It was actually an added bonus, so I didn't realise until I sort of got deeper into sort of the research of sort of uh, sort of embarking on this as well. So it was nice in the way that, you know, obviously there are sort of, like I'm aware of the, the stigma associated with mental health, um, sort of discussions around mental health within the community, sort of within the South Asian community, but I think it's something that it's sort of misunderstood as well. So, you know, it wasn't somebody that was, you know, breaking down and sort of you know they were sort of trying to help me build better habits you know so instead of approaching a particular situation from uh, the viewpoint that I'd always done they sort of made me look at things that from a different perspective um, which was incredibly helpful and it certainly helped me sort of you know these are different they sort of equip you with tools you know so that you can build upon these habits and sort of consolidate them over time as well you know for example you know if I ever got stressed out before my approach would have been to go and eat sort of a packet of biscuits or something like that you know um, but the last time I felt a little bit stressed out I thought I'm going to go out for a walk in the evening clear my head and that was you know actually one sort of big changes for me as well because I realized actually my approach to stress had changed you know so you know then I thought okay then I came back thought much better I thought okay how am I going to deal with this 
and that was you know so much easier than sort of sitting on the sofa eating and then feeling bad about eating that what you'd eat the amount that you'd eat and, and then obviously waking up the next day and feeling still thinking about it as well and it's nice that you came into it such an open mind as well just appreciating the different levels of support that were on offer to you not just like i said before just a physical training plan and a nutrition plan actually getting to understand you and breaking that down into something that was manageable and sustainable for you i think that was important stacy i'd love to hear now just a little bit about what phase two is going to bring for Manisha, not necessarily the breakdown of the specific programming, but it'd be great to hear the kind of things that we're going to bring to this new phase. Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is just going to be that I've seen Manisha, you're so much stronger and more confident and more like coordinated than things than you were in the beginning. So now we can start actually moving toward some more difficult exercises and you know some more difficult program setups and that sort of thing. And I think one thing you said, you mentioned earlier, and you also said to me when we shifted phases was you actually want to get stronger now, you know? So now we're, we're starting to focus less on just losing weight and more on like, what can you do? And I think that's always a, an exciting phase to get to where the focus isn't just, am I succeeding because the scale's moving? The focus is like, what am I capable of? And I think that's going to be like the biggest change going into to phase two, I think. This is amazing. I think that's really nice to see that evolution from foundation building. And what I see foundation building as well is these habits, these things that have become part of your identity. So Manisha, now you understand that when you get stressed out, actually I'm not the person that sits down and eats a packet of biscuits. I am the person that manages that stress with productive action. Just these little things become part of who you are and that's incredible. But now that is part of who you are, now we can build on that foundation and get you towards that bigger goal that you set out for. Putting you on the spot, I want three things from you that you would tell other people if they were sitting in the same position that you were in right at the very start. I would say get in touch, be prepared to feel quite a lot of emotions um, throughout the beginning of the journey. And obviously that that's normal, although you might not feel like it at the time. Um, and what I would say to anybody is just the fact that they will, out of this process, they will get more than they will ever expect you know and what they're actually paying for they'll get a lot more out of it certainly for me i got you know not just obviously managed to lose weight but i became stronger and i think for me the mental side of it as well as the mental well-being side of it is something that is not to be um sort of it's on the same level for me basically so i feel like sort of the benefits that you get and the improvement that you get to your mental health as well as your physical health they are they go hand in hand and i think that there might not be any other programs that do offer this you know and this one does cool. so get in touch yeah <laughs> I, i'll take that i'll take that as your your big go-to message stacy any closing thoughts for for manisha one of the reasons that I think Manisha's seen such amazing success across like all the aspects of her health though so far is just because of how wholeheartedly she embraced the process. Even though like I could see that you lacked that confidence at the start and even though you were frazzled and, and you were I think nervous about the process, there wasn't a week that went by where you didn't try to do everything you could. You know, like every week you did your best to tick the boxes and even when you were a little bit off course, like you still kept going, you didn't let it throw you. And I think like that's why you've gotten as far as you have, you know, and that's why I don't think you've touched on exact numbers, but like you're 13 kilograms down now and you're fitting into pre-pregnancy clothes again, you know, and you're like, you've ticked so many of the boxes you want to achieve. And the reason you've done that is because you did all the little things day to day that we needed. And like, there's, I think you need to give yourself so much credit for the energy that you brought to the process.
would second that, Manisha. I would do really second that. I think that's really, really powerful that you came into it. And even if you weren't able to do everything straight away, you were able to try it and give us feedback. And that's crucial for this, this type of journey to be successful. I might be gushing now, but I also think it's also because um, I wouldn't have been able to do it just because, you know, without having such an amazing team behind me as well. Um, so I think, you know, the fact that everybody involved in this process genuinely wants the best for you is such a big, um, is such a big element of it. So I think, you know, having a wonderful team that's so encouraging and really just want your best, has your best interests at heart is so, is so important. And I think it goes so much beyond um, the amount of weight that you're about to lose or that you will lose. It just goes so, you know, it, you'll get so much more out of it. Thank you so much, Manisha. Thank you so much, Stacey, for, for joining us today. And you know what? Onwards and upwards for phase two. Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, we share so much more valuable content on Instagram every day. Join me at the Indian Body Coach. And if you're interested in being coached by us, simply click on the link in my bio.